Are disagreements between Christians always bad? They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Acts 15, 39. Anyone who has been in the church for any length of time will have noticed that the perfect world of Christian brotherhood is not so perfect and not so brotherly. In fact, we find that Christians argue, sometimes a lot, and sometimes over really stupid stuff. Often we argue because we are selfish and sinful, but is this always the case? In our passage, we have two strong Christian leaders with unresolvable differences. The issue was between Paul and Barnabas concerning what to do with Mark. Paul had been burned when Mark deserted him partway through his first missionary journey. See Acts 13, 13. Yet Barnabas believed in Mark. It was his cousin. See Colossians 4.10. And he felt he needed another chance. Paul and Barnabas disagreed sharply. They argued. Both men were godly men. Both men were good men. Both men were filled with the Spirit. Both men were called by God, sent by the church, and worked in fruitful ministry together. And yet, their opinions were so deeply rooted that neither could be moved off of their position. Their conversation, conversations must have been intense, heated, and uncomfortable. Sometimes we get this idea that to be spiritual, we have to kill our passion and never disagree with anyone over anything. A kind of unity at all costs mentality. Prone to maintain a facade of self-control and holiness, we inwardly seethe with anger and bitterness. I remember sitting in a church leadership meeting when a disgruntled man hijacked the meeting with multiple accusations against our pastor. The pastor had done nothing immoral or worthy of church discipline. He simply was not fulfilling this man's expectations, who went on and on with his gripes and complaints. This would have been a good time for one of the other men, myself included, to rise up in the spirit of the living God and put a stop to such ridicule. See Micah 3.8. Instead, the accusations were met with silence. Dead silence. Cowardly silence. I left burning with anger, and after a couple days I did respond, but I responded inappropriately. I could have, should have, responded in the meeting by confronting the accuser face to face, anger intact. There is this scriptural idea of being angry and not sinning. See Ephesians 4.26. We seem to think anger is sin in all cases. So we pretend we're not angry when we really are. This is a spiritual facade, a lie. And I would argue worse than the anger itself because it immobilizes what would be a holy confrontation against an unjust act. The two pillars of the faith, Paul and Barnabas, were not able to resolve their differences. Therefore, they parted company, forming two missions instead of one, and having four missionaries instead of two. See verse 39 and 40. It would have been difficult if Barnabas had given in and in resentment continued to minister with Paul, or if Paul had caved and then micromanaged Mark in the mission work. 
Paul actually came to admire Mark, see 2 Timothy 4.11, which I think shows that Barnabas was right to continue mentoring him, but also think Paul was right in that Mark may not have been ready for the immediate mission he was about to undertake. While in no way approving of constant quarreling and outburst of anger, see 2 Corinthians 12.20, disagreements between Christians are not always bad. They can sometimes be necessary and actually used to multiply the work of the kingdom.